glad you're with me today. Welcome back to our daily Bible study. We're talking about Jesus' words, approved or blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they'll be filled. And I was talking yesterday about the fact that it's, it's almost impossible for us to fully know what hunger and thirst is because most of us have not really ever been hungry. Missed a meal or two maybe, but never really been thirsty. Maybe gotten a real thirst out for doing something when we couldn't get water. But Major Gilbert, in his book, The Last Crusade, gives an account of part of the, the, the British liberation of Palestine in World War I, and he tells how they were moving from Beersheba, and this was a group of British, Australian, and New Zealand soldiers pressed, uh, were, were, were pushing the Turkish soldiers back as they retreated over the desert. And the trouble was the attackers, the, the British and Australians, and New Zealand's outdistanced their, their camel train where the water was, and they were out in the desert. Gilbert said our heads ached, our eyes became bloodshot, our tongues began to swell, our lips turned to purple, black, and burst, and he said we knew there was only one hope, and that was at Sharia there were water wells, and we had to take it from the Turks. And he said, as we fought, we fought for our very lives because we knew if we did not take Sharia, we would not get the water, and we were desperate or die. And I think that's the kind of desperation that God wants us to have for spiritual things. We're that hungry. We're that thirsty. The psalmist said in Psalm 63:1, Oh God, my God, I shall seek you earnestly. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh yearns for you in a dry and weary land where there is no water. That expresses the kind of hunger God wants us to have and the kind of spiritual thirst he wants us to have. And if we have that, then it begins to make a difference in the way we live our lives because our priorities get right, and it makes everything different. But there's a third word that's important, and that's the word satisfied or filled. Blessed or happy or approved are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled or satisfied. Now, this is a paradox. It says it's the ones who are really hungry, those who have a desperate thirst, who get satisfied, who get filled. Now, that doesn't make a lot of sense to us because how can you be hungry and satisfied at the same time? How can you have this desperate thirst and have it quenched at the same time? Well, it can be stated in many ways. But I think one of the best ways is simply to say that when you hunger and thirst after Jesus, you are satisfied, but you're never satisfied. You're satisfied with him. You're satisfied with what he's doing in your life. You're satisfied that you can trust him. You're satisfied that he's, that he's praiseworthy. You're content, but you're also discontent, discontent with yourself, discontent with what you want to be for his glory, discontent for what you want to learn and grow. It's a little bit like physical hunger. When I have finished a good meal, I'm totally satisfied. I think, you know, I don't feel like I could ever want to eat again. But then in a few hours, I'm hungry again. And that describes the spiritual cycle. The more you confess, the, confess your sins to God daily, trust him, do his will, you become fulfilled, you become content, you become satisfied. And when you do that, then that makes a difference in you continuing to have that hunger. Paul expressed that in Philippians when he said that I may know him, the power of his resurrection, and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death. He knew Christ intimately 
but he wanted more. He wasn't satisfied with what he had. And I think it's important for us to realize that we can't become satisfied with our Christian walk, satisfied with where we are spiritually, satisfied with our marriage, satisfied with everything in our family. We have to trust him. And in Psalm 107, we read, For he has satisfied the thirsty soul, and the hungry soul he has filled with what is good. Now, this is the kind of satisfaction that lasts forever, and he wants to give us that on a daily basis, but yet give us a hunger to continue to have more. And the scripture also says, they said they alone who hunger and thirst after righteousness will be filled. That's the emphasis of this verse. So what are you hungry for? What are you thirsty for? Are you thirsty to know more of God, thirsty to know his word, thirsty to be his servant, thirsty to please him? And for that's what that's what matters. And blessed is the man, happy is the man who longs for that kind of righteousness. And as the starving man does for food, as a man who's dying of thirst longs for water, that man will long for God and find him. And that man will be completely satisfied. That's what Jesus is saying. The tragedy of our time is that the world is hungering and thirsting after money and sex and violence and excitement. And it's become increasingly a materialistic, sensual age. And it's dangerous. The tragedy in the church is that many of us are seeking the same thing. And we turn our, need to turn our lives toward him. We need to examine our hungers. What drives you? You see, our hungers drive us. And there's the sex hunger, and there's the food hunger, and there's the water hunger, and there's the power hunger, and there's the acceptance hunger. We want to be accepted. All of those are hungers that God has placed within us. And the only way we can find the real satisfaction is to see our spiritual bankruptcy Come to God as we are. See our sins. Blessed are those that mourn, he said. See our sins and be concerned about them. And then completely yield our lives to Jesus Christ, asking him to mold us and make us into the person that he wants us to be. And if we do that, life begins to change, and we begin to experience the kind of life that Jesus wants us to have that he's describing here, the blessed life, or the abundant life, as some call it, or the life that pleases him of the approved life. I don't know about you, but I think when we come to the end of this life, the greatest thing that could possibly ever be said about us or to us would be that God would say to us, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful in a few things. I'm going to make you ruler over many things. When Jesus was here on earth, the father said about him, this is my son whom I love. With him, I am well pleased. He was pleased with Jesus. Everything Jesus did, God was pleased with because he did it as he trusted the Father and depended on him. So I think it's important that you and I do the same today. Lord, we should pray every day. I want to please you, and I want to hunger and thirst after the things that matter. And if I do, I know I'll be satisfied. I know I'll find what I want. You see, satisfaction isn't found in money. I know my wife and, have and I have experienced Stages of our life when we had very, very little, barely got by, lived in not very good places, and we were happy. We were at peace, and we were blessed, and we were approved because we were doing what God wanted us to do where God wanted us to do it, and it was great. And then we have more, and over the last years we've had a lot more, but it hasn't made us any happier, any more satisfied, because that comes through him. So remember, hunger and thirst after righteousness, and you will be satisfied. You will be filled. God bless you. Have a great day.